Hello and welcome to the Conduit Street Podcast, coming to you from the Maryland Association of Counties. My name is Kevin Canale, the policy associate here at MAKO, joined as always by my co-host, MAKO's Executive Director, Michael Sanderson. Hey, Kevin. How are you today? Doing great, thanks. Today we're going to talk about the power of partnership, our upcoming winter conference, December 6th through the 8th at the Hyatt Regency Chesapeake Bay Resort in Cambridge, Maryland. It's no coincidence that we have this conference right before the legislative session, right? Right. This is this is by design. Uh, we Three out of four years of the political cycle, we'll hold this event in the month of December. Uh, next year, following the 2018 elections, we'll push it back to early January to give newly elected officials a chance to get settled in, get sworn in, register, and come in for some extra newly elected officials training. But Doing an event like this in December, January, right before the legislative session, it gives us a chance to highlight policy issues that are relevant and timely and important to county government. So that's that's always the running theme during this uh, this event. Yeah, and if you you look through the program here, there really is something for everyone. It's amazing. You know, we have everything from uh, Next Generation Nine One One, broadband, Public Information Act, school construction, outdoor festivals foster care, emergency management, purchasing, the list goes on and on and on. And what we're going to do today is sort of go through uh, and highlight some of the sessions that we think you'll be interested in uh, and and what you'll expect to see when you're there. We have a lot of great panelists coming, a lot of great discussions, moderators, and uh, we want to just give you a preview of what to expect. But just because we're not talking about every session doesn't mean there's not something for everyone at this conference. Yeah, totally agreed. And and then we always you know, we always have on Friday morning legislative leadership who come and give us a forecast of the general session, general assembly session ahead. And that way, in addition to the county top issues, we'll get a forecast of what are some political and policy issues that are going to be facing everybody. Okay, so let's go through and walk through about a half dozen of these sessions and. Michael, why don't you start with active shooter training? Right. I mean, sadly, this is something that's that's really relevant for people, not just folks in public life, but but in all walks of life. Uh, we did a session like this at the Winter Conference last year and got really, really strong reviews back. And lots of folks said, you know, I attended this session. It was great. And I just wish more people had known about it and were able to get there. So we're, it's, you know, it's an important enough topic to, to run it again on, on Wednesday morning from 10 to 1130, uh, a a sheriff's deputy from, from Harford County is going to run this session, but it's, it's just about awareness and presence of mind if if you're unfortunate enough to be around or near one of these circumstances um, I, I think it's it's sadly I think it's part of the the training and and preparation that folks in public life need to be thinking about yeah I mean if anyone has watched the news we've seen sadly these these situations happening across the country and across the world and Mako staff is going to be receiving active shooter training at our offices as well. Yeah, we're going to do we're going to do the same thing, and the the, sheriff, the deputy is going to come down and join us as well. Uh, we're lucky to have county resources like that available to us and to our members. So this is you know this is sharing best practices. One of the things that Mako owes to our members as a benefit. Absolutely, and as Michael said, the last time that we had this session, 
the reviews were outstanding and the line was out the door to get in there. So I think this is going to be another great success. And it's Wednesday morning at 10. So for those of you who are you know, working through, uh, working through the schedule and so forth, uh, you don't want to miss this one. Don't show up on Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and look at the program for the first time and realize you missed what might be the most valuable session of the whole conference. Certainly want to be there Wednesday morning. So I'm going to get into broadband th- throughout the land, broadband across the land as, as the session is titled. And this is a very interesting topic. As we all know, broadband uh, is extremely important. Uh, it's a piece of infrastructure that has become arguably as important as water, electricity, because it's, it's so critical uh, for growing the economy. It, it's crucial for education. And studies have shown that homes with access to broadband uh, way more successful in terms of education uh, and compensation. So yeah. this is a session not only uh, you know talking about broadband, but also some of the issues with broadband. We, we have a couple different perspectives here. We have a large county who has quite a robust program. Mm-hmm. We have some rural counties who are in the process of getting to that point and connecting more of their residents with broadband. But we're also going to talk about some of the challenges that potentially lie ahead for local governments where you have these large con- companies and consortiums coming in um, and essentially saying, we want to partner with you, but we're going to do it our way. And they want to deregulate everything. They want to take the power out of the hands of local governments. This is one of those issues that just cuts across county government top to bottom, right? I mean, you, you mentioned education, and when you're interested in your school kids and you're interested in their success, you want to have them have access to the best tools, and this is one of those things out there. But certainly from an economic development perspective, you have, you know, for business siting and growth and job opportunities, uh, this doesn't feel like it's a job thing, but it's totally a job thing. Absolutely, and it's been a priority to get business parks connected with broadband uh, in many of our jurisdictions. And again, talking, you know, speaking to the economic development piece and the education piece, critically important. But we're going to go through some, some other issues here, uh, differences in how you can install broadband from aerial, conduit, boring. Uh, there are differences in pricing, regulations. So this is a very uh, interesting session. It may sound like it's just connecting broadband to your home or to your business, but there's a lot that goes into it. And as Michael said, this cuts across Right. I mean, this gets into zoning. This gets into, you know, your housing code. This gets into all those all those issues about the character and the nature of your community. So uh, good topic. I I, I can tell you from experience over the years when we've talked about connectivity issues and broadband and the like, uh, we run that up the flagpole and this room's going to fill up. Absolutely. The governor did sign the Connecting Rural Maryland Act of 2017. Uh, so this is a, a salient issue, a very hot topic. This session is going to take place on Wednesday from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. So stick around after Active Shooter. There are sessions in between that and this one. But again, another reason to make sure that you are there on Wednesday. So um, one thing that we we are putting together for this uh, conference as a first time is I, I, I'm interested in having a different offering that looks and feels a little different than the conventional 
come into the room. There's a speaker or a panel at the front of the room. You take your seat. You listen for 45 minutes. There's some Q&A, and you leave in the, at the end of the hour. Which can be great. Yeah, and we do, we do a lot of those, and that is, the, that is a very functional way for a handful of people to d- you know, d- display a bunch of information. So that's, that's helpful. I, I like to mix things up, and we were looking for uh, something else to try. So uh, at, at this conference, we're going we're gonna to launch the initial offering of a Mako book club. So you can contact Mako to get a copy of this book uh, titled, If We Can Put a Man on the Moon, and uh, by Eggers and O'Leary, that the idea of this book is accomplishing big things in government. And so, uh, you know, the book clubs I've, I've belonged to have been nighttime things over a glass of wine and that sort of stuff. And this will be a little different setting than that. But what we're trying to capture is that a little camaraderie and a little bit of exchange among the participants. So, Absolutely. So you, yeah. so you go through this book, you read this book, right. and that camaraderie, the exchange of ideas, this book club should precipitate that. That's, that's, that's the hope, is that rather than you start thinking about the topic when you sit down, mm-hmm. the idea is, hey, listen to this podcast. Does this sound like, sound like something you'd be interested in? If you can be there after lunch on Thursday, this session's going at 1245 on Thursday, uh, if you can be there for that window of time, we'll get you a free copy of the book now. Read it over the next few weeks. Start thinking about these big ideas and sit down ready to talk, not just listen. Yeah, so to being prepared coming prepared, coming to exchange ideas, coming with thoughts that you already have that you can contribute that everybody in the room can take back to their, uh, their county and, and, and implement, hopefully. But I think this is a great way, thinking outside the box, and as you said, a little bit different format, and I think it's going to yeah. go really well. I hope so. So the next issue that we're going to talk about, the next session that we're going to talk about, is Next Generation 911 and what it means for county coffers. So the title of this session is NextGen 911, what it means for purchasers, PSAPs, and purse strings. <laughs> and uh, PSAP, again, sometimes we get into these, these terms. PSAP is Public Safety, an- Safety Answering Point. Essentially, that is your 911 call center. So MAKO has adopted uh, an initiative for advancing Maryland's next generation 911 systems for the 2018 legislative session. We've talked a lot about what is Next Generation 911, why it's important, uh, why we need to advance the issue here. But there is another side to this, mm-hmm. and that is the funding and what the equipment that we're going to need. A lot of our budget officers are very interested in this topic. This is a topic that, uh, you know, around Annapolis you're hearing more and more about. Um, and essentially what we want to do here is talk about how counties can move toward Next Generation 911. And one of the key issues that has to be addressed um, is Verizon leaving the industry and how to fill that void, that communication infrastructure, what it's going to take uh, from a funding standpoint, from an operational standpoint. And, and so this is, you know, we've talked about this as a matter of service. Mm-hmm. And I think that's easy to describe this topic as we want to be able to locate a wireless caller more effectively. We want to be able to receive the message by text or other message, other uh, means and so forth. So that's, I mean, that's an important part of a county government mission is to deliver excellent service. Here, some of these nuts and bolts are just buying the stuff. It's going to take technology. It's going to take staff training. And 
at, at part of this session has to be about the procurement process, right? I mean, buy, you know, buying the equipment and making sure that it's compatible with the county next door and whomever else is, you're plugged into, uh, that's part of this too. Right? So important. The interoperability part of this is so important. You want to have your neighboring jurisdictions using the same technology so that you're able to transfer calls and in the case that you're flooded with 911 calls. You want to be able to transfer calls between jurisdictions. You want everyone to have the same equipment or at least the same capabilities. And for everyone to be on the same page is so important. You, you mentioned that, that this is something our county finance and budget staff have, have engaged in. And testament to that is uh, just today at the MAKO offices, we've got budget and finance professionals from every single jurisdiction are, are in for a, a general meeting talking about their issues. But the first solid hour is all talking about next gen 911 and what it's going to mean both in terms of service and in cost commitment. And that's, you know, this is, this is a big topic for county governments and will be over the next several years. Absolutely. And, and you will continue to hear about Next Generation 911. This is a great session to attend to learn about the issues that local governments have to work through here, including, uh, as we said, uniform specifications, the process of transition, governance, and funding. So this is going to be uh, a great session, and we're going to uh, have this session on Wednesday from 4.15 to 5.15, so a little later in the afternoon. Again, we have an action-packed day on Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday as well. So you'll want to be there starting Wednesday morning, and we will keep you occupied throughout the conference. No worries there. No worries. So after the break, we're going to get into a few more sessions that we want to highlight for you, and we'll get into that right after the break. Welcome back. Conduit Street Podcast coming to you from the Maryland Association of Counties. We're talking about the 2017 MAKO Winter Conference, the power of partnership. And Michael, let's go ahead and jump into another session that you're excited about. This has to do with our engineers and the transportation scorecard. Right. So we work with we work with our professional affiliate groups to build out a lot of the content at the at these conferences, both the summer and winter conference. And with our folks who are in transportation and public works, big topic over the last couple of years in Annapolis has been this idea of a scorecard for state transportation projects. And this has been a big political issue and a big policy issue, a bunch of back and forth, a bill passed, and then a uh, an effort to repeal the bill turned into, well, why don't we put the thing on hold for a couple years? We won't really kick it into gear, and we'll spend some time devising a better structure to, to grade out projects. Yeah, so this was a big issue uh, during the last legislative session, and it continues to be an issue here in the interim. And so I'm assuming this session is going to 
have some representatives from the state, and they're going to talk through this process and what to expect ahead. Right. Everybody's everybody's putting a good faith effort into making this work. And I think that was part of the, the brokered solution during the last legislative session back in the spring of 17. So here we are several months later. Department of Transportation is going to be on hand to talk through what they have in mind for a way to give the, the transparency and the information about project evaluation and selection, but in a way that's not going to bias one kind of project versus another or one region of the state versus another. They're going to try and strike a balance on those tricky issues to to try and get away from some of the things that were that were thorny about the legislation that, that passed. So to provide some clarity. So that's what we're hoping for, and I'm happy that they see the MACO conference as the right place to do this. We're going to have both engineers and you know, the, the public works professionals in the room, but also county elected leaders and decision makers, that's, that's exactly the right audience. We want the Department of Transportation to be talking to a county engineer and a county commissioner as they're working through, this is how we think it's going to work, and we want your input about these pieces. This is, this is a, a good use of the MACO conference venue. Yeah, it's providing that direct line, that direct access. And tell us when this session is going to be held. So this is on Thursday afternoon, uh, on December 7th, Thursday at 3.30. So we'll have, uh, we'll have a big schedule on Thursday, but this afternoon session, I think, will be well attended and also really productive. I want to get into a session that has become very successful for MAKO and for our membership. And uh, the last, last year, last winter conference, we had a 2017 uh, path to success. And essentially what this is, is we get everybody in the room, we get our policy experts, our, our, our elected officials, and the MAKO policy staff, and we're going to talk about our legislative initiatives. So this is the 2018 path to success. And essentially here, um, we want you to provide input on managing these initiatives and learn what you can do to help the county community achieve these important goals. And one of the ideas of a session like this is every county has a rep who comes to the MAKO Legislative Committee meetings. A lot of these folks serve on a subcommittee or they're part of the initiative process and whatnot. So we know there there is a tier of county leaders that is engaged on these topics. We're familiar. They were part of the group that adopted the slate of initiatives. The, the perfect attendee for a session like this, honestly, is not her, mm-hmm. but it's her colleague who's also on the same county council, comes to this conference, but didn't come to all those previous MAKO meetings, but she happens to know her state senator well enough to pick up the phone and make a phone call. So that's what we want in the room for this session on Friday morning is let's get county folks around the table. We'll talk through these top issues. Why are they important? What does it mean to you back home? And most importantly, and this you know, this is nuts and bolts, but political strategy, okay, our, our big issue is going to be in the state Senate. It's going to be in this particular committee. Here's a slide with the members and where they're from. Let's spend a few minutes and talk through, you know, these are the folks we need to talk to and turn around into green votes. Yeah, and as you said, Mako's success in Annapolis depends on contact at every level. So this, this session is really about coming in, rolling up your sleeves. This is a roundtable session uh, MAKO's policy leadership and staff are going to guide this conversation um, on the road ahead for each of MAKO's top issues. As Michael alluded to, he, who are the key players, how do individual elected officials get involved, 
and what messages are essential. And at the stake and the heart and soul of all of this is, you know, these county priorities, autonomy, our bottom line, things like that that are so essential to county governments. So we're going to get into our four initiatives, which local infrastructure fast track for Maryland, strong and smart state funding for school construction, aligning the public access laws with modern technologies, and advancing Maryland's next generation 911 systems. This is going to be Friday, December 8th, 11 to 12.30 p.m., and we will provide lunch. So this is, this is send you home with a to-do list, right? You come to the MAKO conference, you spent three days absorbing all these policy issues, and you've heard from legislative leaders, and you've talked to folks from around the state. Now we're going to send you home with a list. Okay, the ask of you is make this call, write this letter, or be ready for the big day when, you know, when the school construction hearing is on. Show up. Yeah, so we'll send you home with all that information a pep rally, if you will. (laughs) It's also a great time for you to provide input and you to give us ideas on who we should be reaching out to if we don't know. Great opportunity for everyone to to provide input, to to absorb all this information, to take it all in, and and as a recap of everything that we've talked about at the conference. And I I think we've, we've found the right spot for this on the schedule, doing it right on the heels of our sort of traditional General Assembly forecast. So we bring in legislative leaders and, and uh, a speaker from the administration and have, have them walk us through what they see the legislative session looking like. And a lot of times their topics are not necessarily going to be county government topics. They're, they're talking about this is the big topic we're, we're going to face early in session, and we know the budget's going to be involving these challenges, so on and so forth. So they give the big picture. We follow up with the county-specific picture, and I think we've got that morning built out just right. Yeah, so you're, you're getting perspectives from all levels of government, the big picture, the small picture, and how those are related. Now, for uh, veterans of this conference, we're doing things a little bit differently, right, Michael, on Wednesday and Thursday? Yeah, the, the evening events are going to look and feel a bit different uh, than, than we've gotten accustomed to. Uh, we had some scheduling challenges, but with a, we were able to work things out with the governor to have him available on Wednesday evening. Uh, typically, the governor shows up and, and joins us to do an installation of the MAKO leadership and also to give some forward-looking comments to, to our members. Wednesday night is the night we're going to do those events rather than Thursday. So uh, so Wednesday night will f- we'll look and feel like the gala. We used to call that the prom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that'll be the night for the for the, the f- little bit fancier dinner and a little bit of the pageantry. Uh, we'll do some some thank yous to our, our, our legislative award winners. We'll, we'll install the new leadership. We'll hear things from incoming MAKO President Jerry Walker and also from Governor Hogan. So that's, that'll be on the schedule for Wednesday night. Uh, Thursday night is still going to be a, a really worthwhile event where we're going to walk through some award winners. We're going to hear some comments uh, about the partnership issues that are really sprinkled throughout this entire conference. So we're going to have an event uh, sort of a, a, a banquet and award stuff happening on Thursday. We're breaking some of that content into Wednesday because of the schedule issues. But I think both nights are going to turn out to be really worthwhile. Yeah, so Thursday night is still a big show. We're going to be celebrating public service, county innovation, advocacy awards. But Wednesday night is the traditional Thursday night, <laughs> uh, and conferences passed. Uh, we will have the governor there. Um, both of those nights sound like they're going to be great. I agree. So I also want to point out to everyone, um, and I want to give a shout-out 
to the, the staff here at MAKO who makes this happen, Virginia White, Leslie Velasco, Allison Valiant, uh, Nicolette, uh, she's new, and m many of you will get to meet Nicolette at this conference, another reason to come. But uh, we have sold out all of our exhibits. We're going to have 55 tabletop exhibits. We have 44 companies who are sponsoring this conference. And again, we're covering the entire spectrum here. This covers all local government. No matter where you work in local government, no matter what department you're with, you need to be there. Yeah, I think this it's, it's testament to what we're putting together. The If our philosophy of these conferences and events is we want something for everybody, then we want that to be the case on the schedule. The stuff we've talked about as part of this pod and the things you've made mention to, you leaf through that conference program, and whether you're in finance or you're in public health or you're doing park and recreation or whatever area interests you, there's something relevant and important to talk about to go to a workshop on. Mm -hmm. But it turns out you're walking in the hall, you're getting your coffee at the coffee break, and it turns out the person right behind you in line is a vendor who's offering something that's a solution to the problem that just came up at your last county commissioner's meeting. This right. happens all the time. Right. So we really want this to be an opportunity for you to connect with your uh, county colleagues and to take some of these ideas that you learn at the conference back to your jurisdiction and hopefully implement them. So I think I think uh, attendees are going to get an awful lot out of this conference. We're proud to put together these events and, and bring as much value as we can for the MAKO membership. So again, if you are not registered, you need to register uh, December 6th through the 8th at the Hyatt Regency Chesapeake Bay Resort in Cambridge, Maryland. In lovely Dorchester County. Lovely Dorchester County. Um, always good to us there. But please get registered. If you have any questions, you can always contact the MAKO offices. Uh, we also are talking about our conference quite frequently on our Conduit Street blog, and you can receive a regular email uh, newsletter about our conference that goes out every week leading up to the conference. We'll see you in Cambridge, and we hope you all have a great day.